Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Here we are on the day before winter starts, five days before Christmas, on the night, the Nets and the Knicks go mano y mano at Barclays Center. We got a very busy show today. Why the Giants need to find a way to win on Christmas against the Philadelphia Eagles. More on the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a fun Wednesday here on the fan. Is How it Christmas you? yet? Almost. Is it Christmas yet? Almost. You know what days. I like doing on Christmas? I always mess with my wife about getting Christmas presents. I'm like, I don't feel like going. I don't feel like going to the store. I only got to get you a couple of gifts. It's the only thing I have to do. She does everything else. Mm. I just literally have to get her a couple of gifts, gifts, and I moan and bitch about it. <laughs> and she calls me the Grinch. Guess what, Evan? Yeah. I'm here to be your Grinch About today. what now? Why are you Grinching me? I'm in a good mood. Yashinobu Yamamoto. Well, I already know the Mets aren't getting him, so is that what, what? you're going to Grinch me about? No, I'm just wondering why you are so obsessed with Mr. Yamamoto. Now, I get why everybody believes he's going to be this unbelievable pitcher in Major League Best Baseball. He was a three-time you know, MVP over there mm-hmm. in, in Japan in the Pacific League. He won their equivalent of the Cy Young three years in a row. He's been amazing. Triple crown mm-hmm. from wins and ERA and walks and strikeouts and all this other stuff that he does so amazingly well. But here's yes. the thing, Ev. Yes. He's never pitched in Major League Baseball. We know the ball is different. I know uh, guys have made the transition. I'm just saying, uh, this is a concern. This is something that you have to think about. I am oh, maybe overly obsessed. Maybe this is my quarterback bias in the NFL. Overly obsessed about size. Maybe because I'm a small guy. Mm-hmm. I'm 190 pounds now. right? I, I look at small guys that are my size, and I'm saying, Dude, can I really be an elite, dominant pitcher in Major League Baseball if that was my chosen sport? He's smaller than me. Yamamoto. He's 5'10", maybe 176 pounds. We always talk about breaking down of pitchers and, you know, the plane that they have to pitch on and the downward angle, all that stuff. It's out of the it's it's not even in the conversation. And the money. It's getting ridiculous, Evan. Ridiculous. When I start hearing three hundred and fifty million dollars yeah. for a guy who's never pitched in Major League Baseball or the minor leagues or yeah. developed the way that most elite pitchers do, and there's the Blake Snells available oh. and the Jordan Montgomery's available. Oh. There's other guys that have proven it in Major League Baseball available. Why are we so obsessed with Yoshinobu Yamamoto? 
Why? Well, first of Why? all, I want to apologize Why? to the audience. This started because of me. The moment Tiki Barber <laughs> entered the Mets text chat, he started engaging in baseball discussions <laughs> yes. and going in the weeds of baseball. And this has started for days now. This guy, let me just pull the curtain back. Tiki Barber has now gone down the rabbit hole of doing something none of us do. And you know what that is? What is? Watch Yoshinabu Yamamoto. <laughs> He's watched him. He's studied him. And I could see this percolating for the last few days. He's too tiny. Mm-hmm. He can't hold guys on base. Man, that delivery sure takes a long time. Just telling you. Why don't you just say <laughs> what you think, which is you think he sucks. I don't just think he say sucks. it. He's just a- get it out of the way. He is amazing. In the Pacific League of the MPL, uh, right? He's fantastic over there. Okay, and he could be great here, but not for three hundred million dollars for tiki, a, a career tiki, contract. Tiki. And I know, oh, Steve Cohen has the money. Oh, the Yankees can afford to spend the money. They're desperately in need of that guy. But you just don't know it's going to work. You don't know. I know that recent history has shown that these Japanese pitchers come over and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Right? They're fine. Yeah, Kodai Singa, he was fine. He figured it out. Yes, I know it's a six-day rotation for half the year, maybe even three-quarters of the year, but he was fine. But he also didn't break the bank. And if you miss, if you miss. If I miss, if they miss what? If you miss. What? What? What if they miss? It's just, it's devastating. It feels like it will be, especially if it's the Mets who, who, I, I don't know, haven't done anything this offseason. Let me attack the money thing first because you've right. angered me. And I'm in a good mood today. I didn't want to be angry. I'm going to be angry at about 10-12 when Jalen Brunson drops 50 <laughs> and the Knicks fans take over my building. I wasn't going to be angry at 206. But let me attack the money thing first. I got an email yesterday. Did you? You know what that email was from? From? It was from the New York Mets. You know what that email said? <laughs> it that? said, pay us. Okay, I get a bill every single month from the New York Mets in which they significantly raised my ticket prices. Yeah. So let me just get this out of the way about the money. Ooh, 275, 300, 350. Per F- ticket? No, 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 I'm talking about Yamamoto. Oh, oh I, thought, I was going to say, <laughs> not quite. they're robbing you, dude. <laughs> no, but every amount of money I hear about this is out of hand, I just want to attack that part first, and I'll mm-hmm. get through everything you said. But I want to start with the money. You know what? If you're going to raise our ticket prices mm-hmm. off a season in which you were bad, yes. if you're going to raise our ticket prices on an offseason in which you're really only targeting one star, one. everyone else, I think if the Mets miss out on Yamamoto, they pivot to smaller, less riskier short-term deals. But if you're going to raise our ticket prices, then I don't want to hear that $300 million is too expensive. <laughs> so I just want to put that one away. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Fair. You hit a raw spot for fair. me. Fair. Okay, I just got that bill yesterday. Want to remind you, here's your December bill. It's okay. Still, it's still $300 million. When it started at like 200 Number two. Number two. Stop being heightest. Okay, just because you're tiny and just because, boy, because Blake Snell is 6'4". Yes. Who cares? And he's won two Cy Youngs. He's also 31 years old. See, the beauty of a Yamamoto, and again, I don't even think the Mets are getting him, but I want him. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm not going to tell you, oh, I'm fine with not getting him. No, I want to go get him. And I want the Mets to make the highest offer. The appeal of him is that he's 25. Hmm. Blake Snell has already performed his best. We've already seen the best of Blake Snell. How do you know? Because I'm projecting he's 31. I'm projecting that you're paying for what Blake Snell did. What I'm paying for with Yamamoto is what he's going to do. And stop being afraid of risks. 
Like really? No, well, I'm Every not a free agent's on, a risk, Evan, dude. Evan, I'm not afraid of risk. I'm afraid of expensive risk. Oh. That's like I'm gonna go get a Ferrari and drive it in New Jersey, <laughs> and after the winter, on Route 80, and I'll be fine. Those low profile. $200,000 tires, forget the million-dollar car, yeah, they'll be fine on the roads of New Jersey. You know what's going to happen. Well, it's I know risky. It's beautiful. Man, I spent some, a lot of good money on this car. It's going to work out until you hit that pothole and you're effed sitting on the side so of the road. So you know Yamamoto's hitting the pothole? How the hell do you know that? Because he's tiny? I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying I wouldn't drive a Ferrari 95 miles an hour on Route 80 after the winter. That's all I'm saying. He's tiny and he's a med. <laughs> <laughs> I think that in free agency, you're always taking a risk. Every single time you sign a free agent, you risk it. And trust me, more free agents than not fail. More times than not, you look back at the big contract you handed out and you regret it. But most of the time, Tiki, guys who are free agents are 30. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 31 and 32. Can I go get the Tundra instead? You, who's the Tundra? <laughs> the Toyota Tundra. I don't want the Toyota Tundra. I don't want Blake Snell. I wouldn't say I don't want Jordan Montgomery, but I want him less. I want the guy or the car. That gives me the best possibility of being great. And the guy who's 25 years old, the guy who's done okay. it in a league okay. that is a lot okay. better than me, it used me, to be 15 years 30 ago. 30 seconds here. Pause you right now. Time 30 out. seconds. Yes. Time yeah. out. 30 seconds. Why do you want the guy who can be great instead of the guy that's going to help you win? Right? Because you think about, I think about what you just said. Yeah. I want the guy that I can champion. Yeah. He's my great player. Yeah. He's going to win the Cy Young. He's going to do whatever. But why not get the guy who's had experience in Major League Baseball, has won Jordan Montgomery of World Series, as we just saw, as, mm-hmm. the, as the guy okay. at, down in Texas. Why not go get that guy because. who's proven it and done it, even if he's a little bit older? Well, the, the, that's it? Dude, you just hit on it because it's not going to cost you $300 the, million, though. Okay, first of all, I don't care if it costs $300 million. Steve Cohen's a billionaire. Go spend it. But let me answer that. The New York Mets in 2024 are trying to win, but they're not going to be favorites. And I accept that going in. The New York Mets in 2024 are going to have the expectations. And I know this is annoying, but this is reality. I'm going to have a tough conversation with everybody. 2024 is going to be about if this happens and that happens and this happens, hey, maybe they win 87 games. And I accept that going in. And I don't think there's anything the Mets could do that would avoid that being the expectation of 2024. So what I want as a Mets fan is to compete in 2024, but really to be set up even 
been better in 25, 26, and 27. Okay, does, does that make sense? It does. Then why would I want to throw a ton of money out a guy who's 31 years old whose timeline may be, yeah, maybe he's really good in 2024. Maybe he helps me win some games. Maybe I get lucky. But then in 2025 and in 2026 and in 2027 when he's 33 and 34 and 35, the odds are the timeline isn't going to work as well. The beauty and the appeal of someone who's 25 years old is that, yeah, I hope you're great next year. I hope you help me next year. But what are you going to do for me in 25, 26, and 27? Mm. And that's the edge that a Yamamoto has. That's why I'm never going to lie to you. Yes, you can always pivot when you miss out on a free agent. And I have my ideas on what to do. And I'll explain them. But they're not as good as this. They're not as good as taking the risk. Yes, it's a risk. And throwing big money at the high-end, younger option. And that's why I want him. Now, I know they're not going to get him. I'm not confident about it. I'm expecting to be on a ride at Disney World when I get a phone call from Kiki <laughs> Barber saying, I got great news. Because that's what you're going to do. You're going to play this game. You're going to say, I got great news. I'm going to be like, really? Great news? I got Yamamoto. Oh, no, no. The great news is you avoided Yamamoto. <laughs> right. That's what you're going to do to me. Evan calling Evan Roberts in uh, Disneyland. Calling Evan Roberts. Uh, just uh, take a side deep breath. You don't have to come back. You don't have to come on the show or anything. But uh, you avoided the risk. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Yamamoto. Don't do that. Don't tell me how he's tiny. Don't tell me how guys are going to steal on him. Because here's the reality of Japan and the Japanese league. About 15 years ago, when guys would come over, there would be this uncertainty of who are they. In 2024, look at the last five to eight years. More than that. Mm -hmm. This league is almost on the level of Major League Baseball. I'm not saying it is, but it's close. It's closer than arrogant Americans want to realize. And he dominates it. And he dominates it. And we saw guys come over in the last few years, specifically Kodai Senga, who came over and I think exceeded the expectations that most Met fans had. So if, God forbid, this guy comes over and, dare I say, exceeds expectations, you hit the jackpot. So don't tell me I should be scared of money. Don't tell me I should be scared of height. Don't tell me I should be scared of whatever. Like, I get it. He's a he's a publicity whore. That's fine. We got a lot of publicity whores in New York City. Yeah. He'll long, fit right in. And as long as he's good, he'll be fine. I Aaron just... Rodgers is a publicity whore. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers has four MVPs, and he's won a Super Bowl. But he's been you three champion or four championship games. But you know what you're doing? And it's very jingoistic of you. Jingo what you're, <laughs> what you're doing right now. Jingoistic? Yes, America, we're better than everybody, which we are oh. to a degree. You're basically saying... Hey, look, he hasn't done anything in America yet. Well, he hasn't come to America yet. <laughs> I do, like, that is the most it. unfair critique of him. Well, he hasn't done anything here yet because he hasn't come okay, here yet. The ball is different. He's a small player. The risk of injury is high. And most importantly, it's 300-plus million and growing, it seems like. And then nothing is – he's done nothing to advance that number. It's just happening. Right, because he's the only free agent. That's available. the free market, dude. But he's not the only free he's agent. He's the better available. one. Do you really think the Mets should sign Blake Snell over Yamamoto? Because if you're saying that, just tell me. I feel like I'll know what I'll get with, with I, if you if I sign Blake Snell. <sighs> I know what I'll get if I sign Jordan Montgomery, even Urias. But didn't he have a? Nah, was, forget him because he's he may not pitch next year because suspension, yeah, uh, domestic violence. Suspension. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Forget him. Right. So there's a bunch of other names that are out there that are I, I don't want to say proven. But I know what I'm getting, and it's not nearly as expensive. Well, you know what's funny? It's not nearly as long. It, Batiki, for the New York Yankees, 
who are trying to win a World Series next year. They are trying to win a World Series yeah, next year. I, desperate for the Yankees. I me- no, I think it's actually a little different. I'll explain why. The Yankees are all in next year, which I expressed after the Soto trade. Mm-hmm. Then a guy like Yamamoto poses more risk because of the unknown. For a team like the Mets who are looking for an ace, and yeah, we're looking to win next year, but more than that, it's about 25, 26, and 27. The risk is probably more worth it. So I get it, even though I still disagree with you, on the Yankee side of things, that aren't you better off? You already have an ace. You already got your guy. Aren't you better off settling for the sure thing in a Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell fine? But for where the Mets are right now, for where I am right now, for where we as Met people are right now, you want something good for next year, but more than that, set up for the future. And Yamamoto supplies that. if you're going to... Follow this line of talk yes. that you've started right now. Yes. I don't want to hear a thing about the Mets starting April slow or I thought we were going to win a championship because that's basically what you're saying. No, I'm not. We're in a competitive rebuild yes. right now. Yes, competitive rebuild. And, and, I like that. And, and and I hate that phrase because I don't know what it means. But It means you're rebuilding while trying to be competitive. Right. And so I think I explained it. Yeah, but, I, but that's not what Mets fans will accept. They won't say, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're supposed to be average or a little bit above average. You're going to say we have the best pitcher in base coming from Japan in the last however many years. The three-time, I forget what the award is for their Cy Young, but whatever it is. He's won the Cy Young three years in a row. He's the MVP three years in a row. He's the triple crown winner three years in a row. He's supposed to be great. And then when he's not, you're going to get upset about it. Because you have an expectation that you'll say, but then you ultimately want it much, much higher. So I think you're, you're, you're trapping yourself. It's exactly what you did with Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. It's exactly like this, I'm, I'm not going to build myself, and then I do, and then I get myself let down. And so I think the risk is very high for Yamamoto. Uh, the reward could be ex- you know exponential, but the risk is also there, and people have ignored it up until now. I feel like I'm the only person that's ever that's talking about the risk. No, you actually are. Everybody, everybody's falling all over themselves for him. You're the one who's like, yeah, I don't think he's going to be that good. Because that's, that's what you honestly think. You don't think this guy's going to be that good. You've told me. Oh, the guys are going to run all over him. Evan, have you watched some pitch? I've watched clips. I yeah. love this. Right. I've watched <laughs> clips. And you watch him, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's that's a pretty nice delivery when nobody's on base. Uh, come right. on, no. If nobody's on base, it's not a big deal. <laughs> if your whip is 0. Right. 0.75, is, who cares? Is, is he going to have a 1.21 ERA no. next year? No. Is he going to walk only 16 batters next year? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, we're talking Major League Baseball hitters. I am right? willing. With great eyes. I am willing with, to. With a plane that's not coming down on them because he's 5'10". Oh, stop. I mean, the height. You're such a heightist. I am. I am willing I'm to a, take. I'm a small guy. That, does, that doesn't mean you should be biased against them. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I'm willing to take the risk. Tiki says no. We'll get to your calls coming up. 877-337-6666. That's a toll-free number. Busy day. A lot of football throughout the show, including the importance of this giant eagle game coming up on Christmas Day. And what the hell is Jet fans? With no Aaron Rodgers to play the rest of the season, what the hell are we watching for? We'll try to explore it as the show rolls on. Evan and Tiki on the fan seat. The Japanese Baseball League, while it's not AAA and it's not the majors, it's close to the majors. So if you perform at a high level over there, I don't think there's as many questions as Tiki likes to say. (laughs) And let me just address Kayagawa. 
Because Keigawa is always the guy that's used as an example of, well, you never know. Let me tell you about what happened around here when the New York Yankees signed Keigawa. We were stupid. We were ignorant. It was 2006. We didn't know what was going on. So when Keigawa signs with the Yankees, we didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> we weren't even looking at his stats. We weren't looking at YouTube clips. We didn't know he was a soft-tossing lefty. Nor did we know that his ERA in Japan was like three. Which I'm not saying is bad, but it's far different than what Yamamoto does. And when you watch him, you see the difference. So here's why I don't want to hear Keigawa's name mentioned. That's why I'm nipping it in the butt right now at 226. Because it was like a century ago. <laughs> it's a different world. Yes, we it is. won't be fooled again by international players. The risk factor, the bust factor, is a lot lower than you want to admit. Mm. Than all of you want to admit. What about Daisuke Matsuzaka? What about him? Ah, he stunk, too. Did he stink, though? Yeah, he was Did not. He I mean, we thought he was going to come over here and be a big-time ace. I mean, but Daisuke Matsuzaka came over... And, like, he wasn't terrible. No. Okay. He had a year when he went 19-3. and three. Cool. So you signed Yamamoto for $300 million. You okay with Dice K's career? No. <laughs> All right. No. That's the point. Yeah, but I don't think he – I think he's better than Dice K. But what Yamamoto's going to get, Evan, he better be one of the three best pitchers in baseball. And I think that's part of the issue. Right? It's like the way that the – and the only reason I started getting this way is because of the money. It's like it's getting so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, all right, what happened – from the time that he was listed, and it was like, oh, he's going to sign 198 to $205 million deal to some people claiming he's got a $350 million offer. I think like, what, what happened. I'll tell you what changed. It's a the lot mar- of money. The market. <laughs> the fact that every big market team has been in on him. See, I think what's an interesting question, and I have to admit, this was emailed to me in the Rico about a week ago, so it's not my original <laughs> idea. But no, it's, it's furthering your question because it's a great question. If I told you right now, Yankee fans and Met fans, here's the career that this guy's going to have, and I want you to think about this. Okay. He will have the same career as Masahiro Tanaka, mm. okay, who came over, had a great first year, then got hurt, and ended up pitching with a partially torn UCL for the right. rest of his career, had some pretty good years, had some solid years, and I think most Yankee fans remember him as just a clutch pitcher. Right. But he was not dominant after his first season. Yeah, so he was a the perfect top of the rotation pitcher. Not the ace necessarily, even though he was for those Yankee teams. You trusted him in a big game. Because CC was fading at that point. But it, it felt like you could trust. Exactly, Sean. You could trust him. Which in many ways I think is more important. Right. But for $155 million, which he got, mm-hmm. it's like, that sounds about right. Right. For $300 million? Okay. I'm no, answer, thank you. I'll answer my question. No, answer, thank you. I'll answer my own question. Do you have an answer, Sean, as a Yankee fan? Because you obviously watched Tanaki. Yeah. He was your guy. Yeah. So... I love Tanaka, one of my favorite pitchers. I would not have loved Tanaka's career for 300 mil when I consider it probably prevents some other maneuverability down the line of guys. Okay, that's because you're owned by the Steinbrenners. Now, I'll give you my answer, all right? Here's my honest answer about it. Subtle shot. He has the career, because I'm not viewing. Here's why. You take it as a shot, but it's reality. Mm Mm-hmm. I think if the Yankees sign Yamamoto, it precludes them from re-signing Juan Soto. And I laid this out yesterday based on the committed contracts they're going to have for the next five years. I have a tough time believing that even Hal Steinbrenner would commit to $200 million for six guys. Okay? So I do think that the Yankees signing Yamamoto could preclude you from a future move such as keeping Juan Soto. I don't think that the Mets are in that spot. 
I don't look at, well, if you sign Yamamoto, you can't keep Pete Alonso. Yeah. I don't view it that so way. So what you're saying is all $300 million deals aren't the same. Yeah, well, to each team it's different. Right. And I will answer that question about Tanaka. If he had the career of Tanaka, I'd be disappointed because we have higher expectations. But I'll tell you this, I would take it because that's not a bust. That's not a disaster. No. That's not a regrettable thing where four years from now, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. That's still a guy that's helping my team. Will he be overpaid? Sure. Sure, he'll be overpaid. But if you can look past that, which I'm able to do if a guy's contributing to my team, I'd say, hey, you know what? That guy takes the baseball every five, six days. He's, uh, I trust him. I trust him in a big spot. He never lived up to what I thought he could be. Yep. But that's a, that's a solid career, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Do you, are you okay with Francisco Lindor's contract. Yeah. For the reasons I just laid out, yeah. That's so that's why. Yeah. Cuz your mindset is like the prudent uh, Met fan who understands why he got the contract. Why Francisco Lindor was paid a ridiculous amount of money. Yes. And he's not necessarily that mashing home run superstar, but he is a great fielder and he's a great leader on this team. Yeah. And yeah. it was the first. Yes. He was the first. And and sometimes you've got to overpay for the first. But, no, I don't sit there, and I never have, and you won't hear this this year if he goes in big slumps. I don't sit there and look at his contract and go, oh, he was 0 for 5 and he's making 30 for – no. <laughs> I don't do that. I think you have to learn to look past that. Okay, yes, but the difference with a Francisco Lindor – and Yamamoto potentially is that Lindor is going to play every day. Yeah, he'll go over, you know, five and do whatever, whatever scenario you want to lay out. There's a chance with Yamamoto, he gets hurt or he has to have a surgery. And now all of a sudden it's, oh, he stunk today and he's making $36 million a year. It's, oh, he's not even available. And he's making thirty-six million dollars a year. That's what that's what I feel. Well, if he's not available, that's a different story. <laughs> I mean, like, but Tanaka, who he was using as a frame of reference, while well, he missed time, he never missed extended time. No, you're right. So somehow he fought that off. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, when that first happened, I said, "Dude, he's done." Yeah, I think we all fought that. Right. And yet he pitched with a partially torn UCL. I will get to your calls because I can't believe this, but there's a lot of people. That actually agree with Tiki Barber. Thank you, people. Tiki Barber, baseball expert. He's teaching <laughs> us that we should be afraid of Yoshinabu Yamamoto. Let's go to Mike in Marine Park. What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? Oh, Evan. Yeah. What's wrong with you, bro? What's going on with you, bro? What do you Tiki mean? is the consigli- Tiki is the consigliere. <laughs> now he's the Tom Hagen. I like and it. You're sunny. And, and you're sunny. And you're sunny. You never you were never made a great Don, Evan. You were never made a great Don. Listen, this is what I want to do. You took my Kia Kiyagawa Thunder. But don't forget a rabu. This is what I want to do. It was 20 years ago, TV. dude. It was 20 years ago. You're not, Evan, you're not paying $350 million for a Tanaka. Okay, I'll take it. You're paying for that get-you-over-the-hump guaranteed World Series. This is what I want to do. I want to give Tiki my phone number. <laughs> I want to fly down to Florida. When you're on the teacup spinning around with your little Mickey Mouse hat on, <laughs> and you're happy, and you're joyful, and the news comes in, that the Yankees signed this guy, which I don't want. I agree with the Blake Snow thing. Yeah, I don't want. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as Mickey Mouse. I'm gonna hold a sign. I'm gonna hold up a sign that says No Tanaka for you. Uh, what's his name? Yamamoto. Yamamoto was close. That's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm, you know what I'm getting Mike, out of you, Mike. Mike, you gotta go be paparazzi as well. Take pictures of <laughs> yeah. the reaction. You're, you're such a bitter Yankee fan that you don't even want the guy. And you're going to mock me when I don't get the guy. <laughs> and you don't even want the guy. 
Here's when you know your argument, and this is not your argument, mm-hmm. Tiki, but our last caller, Mike's argument is flawed. When the examples you are forced to use are from 25 years ago. Mm. That's when you know you're screwed. Like, I love history. I'm a big fan of talking about it. I don't think it's completely irrelevant. But, Hideki Arabu stunk. <laughs> Who cares? But there's been a lot of good ones as well. You there's, Darvish, obviously, he's had a dude, really good career. More times than not. Guys who come over are good. Mm-hmm. You Darvish struggled early. He then. did. Okay. He did. Would you take his career? Yeah, but again, not for three hundred million dollars. I, I think that's the thing that's that, exactly. really bothering me. Why is that and, and such fact, a cutoff by to the way, you? For most of this, because we've been talking about this intermittently yeah. for a month right. and, and a half, probably going to talking about uh, Yamamoto. It never really bothered me. I was just kind of like, okay, everybody thinks it's yeah, it's Yamamoto. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's, that number is pretty big for guys. Yeah, but it's all good. It's baseball. This will be fine. And then it just started growing. Oh, it's going to be 220. Oh, it's going to be 250. Oh, it's going to be 280. Oh, it's going to be 300. Hell, he might be the highest paid pitcher over aggregate, meaning is the length of his contract mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball history. Greater than Garrett Cole, who just won the Cy Young. Right. Right? And it, it, I started to ask, finally, Why? Simple simple question. Okay. Why? Okay, I'm going to give you the answer, and I'm going to give you a really important answer I want you to think about. How many aces, true aces, are there in Major League Baseball right now? Oh, it's Garrett four. Cole and it ain't much else. I mean, who is it? Blake Snell, is he an ace? Sonny Gray, is he an mm. ace? Justin Steele, who had a great year for the Cubs. Yeah. He did it one year. Sandy Alcantara won the Cy Young. Then he stunk, and now we needed Tommy John. Like, well, that's why he stunk, because he needed Tommy okay, John. But that's the point. Right. He did need it. We don't include him anymore. If we had this discussion a year ago, we'd say, well, what about Sandy Alcantara? Wouldn't you want him? Logan Webb, Merrill Kelly, Luis Castillo. Like, these are the names. And, and put that aside. So think to yourself, a little side game when you're on vacation, who's a real ace in Major League Baseball? I'll tell you my answer. It's Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. There's not much else. Okay, so time out for a second. So at least if you agree with me that there's a limited number of true aces in Major League Baseball. Yes. Whether you want to include Kevin Gaussman or not or Logan Webb and you want to expand that number, we'd all agree it's single digits. It's a very small number. I would agree with that. Okay. This guy's got a chance to be an ace. That money you're talking about that's scaring you off could be a steal in two years <laughs> if he's as good as we think. Okay. Is that risk not worth it? Not not for an initial well, layout of $300 million. And, and what he just laid out, Tiki, I think is the exact reason you don't give him $300 million. Why? Because what you just said with so limited aces and rattling off the names that we'd even consider an ace tells me... I don't need one to win a World Series. <laughs> I'm not I don't need a guy you... that dominant to win. The... Now, ah, you need good pitching, really good pitching. Good point. But I don't need the guy for $300 million to win a World Series. No one's suggesting that you need that. In fact, in baseball, there's nothing you need other than a good team. And you can build good teams in many different ways. But isn't it easier when you have an ace? Isn't your roadmap to winning games in the regular season and winning in the postseason a little bit easier yeah, but when pitch, you've got that a pitch, guy? A pitcher can only do one at a time. Was, I get that. Was it, e- time. was it easier for the Mets with DeGrom? Was it easier for the Yankees with Cole? We saw they no were better. Before. They were better. Mm. Like, that, by the way, that argument, and it kind of ticks me off because no one's <laughs> suggesting. Everything is mess pissing you off today. I was in a good mood. I was happy until 2.03. He's had his Mickey Mouse ears on mentally for a long time. <laughs> like, no one's suggesting one guy is guaranteeing you anything in baseball. I'm not suggesting that. You're building a team. Would you rather have an ace on your team or not? Like, when I brought up to you in the summer about trading Garrett Cole, you were disgusted by that. 
And I understood why. We were having a tough conversation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, now that makes no sense. The Yankees are going all in. I respect that. But in the moment, your talk was, you can't replace him. How could you trade him? If this gentleman has a chance to be an ace, and there are so few in Major League Baseball, I'm willing, and I think we always should be willing, to risk giving him big money that he could be one of those aces that don't exist in baseball. Apples and bananas No, here. it's not. Mm-hmm. Because here, and I will tell you this from a Yankee point of view, the deal with trading Garrett Cole is, yeah, it's great to have him. He's an ace. I love Garrett Cole and all of that. The problem is the drop-off and trust meter after Garrett Cole is not even, like Carlos Rodon is your number two. You at least have Senga. You could build other ways with the pitching. It's not about losing Garrett Cole, the ace. It's, I don't have anything I rely on that's good enough to compete in the playoffs. Okay, let's go to Edwin in Newburgh, New York. What's up, Edwin? What's up, Edwin? 17, 99, 14, 77. Yeah, what are you, shopping? <laughs> What's going on, Edwin? <laughs> I thought he was making a point. I, and it was starting with numbers. <laughs> I did, too. I was like, wait, what? Are you shopping or were you making a brilliant point that none of us understood? You scan your items before placing it in the <laughs> Shopping! He's absolutely where shopping. Do you, where do you think you're shopping? Food shopping or you think he's going? Uh, I, think, I think it's like a Home Depot. You're Christmas home shopping, maybe. I'm going. I mean, you're scanning your you own place stuff. place the last item in the tray area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Target. That's my guess. Oh, Target. Yeah, I've been yeah. to Target recently and they've kind of got that. What's your guess? I was going to say, it's got to be... Can't. It's, your card? it's in Newburgh, New York. I'm going so Walmart. That's, that's, you're going Walmart? Ooh, Here's think, what we'll do. I'll I, put him on hold. I think you're probably right, Sean. It, it, talk yeah. to him, Lugie. Make sure he exists. I'm actually going by, by registered voices. I'm playing him back in my head. I think that's the Walmart one. <laughs> Is it? It could be CVS. Like It could be something as basic as CVS. That was a little high price, though. He had a 1477 right. item right. and you something gotta, else was in the 30s. you got to listen to the details. The oh. details. You're right, right, Sean. Talk to him. I put him on hold, Lugie. Make sure he's there. We'll get back to him. We'll get an answer to his this. His phone is clearly in his pocket. <laughs> That was good. I enjoyed that. Let's I go to the phone in my pocket going ring a ling a ling. Get a get a voice there, buddy. <laughs> what up, Pete? Pete's in Staten Island. Hey, Pete. Hey, how you doing, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm listening to you guys talk. It makes a lot of sense what you're saying. But Yamamoto, there's no guarantee that he's going to stay healthy the length of the contract. Yeah. But I would think I'm a Mets suffering fan since 62. I've been to the polo grounds. Yeah, but Pete, it, no free agent you sign is guaranteed to stay healthy. Not a one. I know that. You know, if is the biggest word in English language. But what I'm saying is <laughs> they should have to uh, uh, Turner, one, Justin Turner. I agree. Josh Hader, Alan Duval, and uh, yeah, possibly uh, Montgomery. All right, let me, let, me respond. Let, me, let me respond to this. I love Justin Turner on a one-year deal to play third base. I'm with you. Number two, Josh Hader. So now you're going to pay a closer, elite closer money, and then when he gets here, tell him you're going to pitch in the eighth inning, which he's been reluctant to do his entire major league career. Yeah. So I don't love the Hader idea. You need to build a rotation. That's the priority right now. doesn't mean they shouldn't add a DH or add a third base option, but they need to add at least two starters to this rotation. And to open your point by saying there's no guarantee he's going to be healthy. You can literally say that about every pitcher in Major League Baseball today. Yeah, and Pater's a free agent. He's not going somewhere where he's the eighth inning guy. Yeah, I think with Hader, and this is actually... he's still young, right? He's just turning 30? Yeah, he's relatively young. The problem is, I think in this day and age, if Josh Hader was willing, and Edwin Diaz too, and Edwin has because Buck used him in the eighth inning a few years ago, Mm -hmm. if they both were willing to be... Kind of Swiss Army knives. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use you in the right situation. It's not going to affect you mentally. Then, yeah, in theory, you've got yourself this incredible bullpen. 
And Edwin Diaz proved that two years ago when Buck did use him aggressively in eighth innings. Josh Hader throughout his major league career, look it up, I ain't making this stuff up, has not been, I guess, willing or successful or enjoyed pitching in non-ninth inning situations. I am not interested in bringing him in and saying, you're the ninth inning guy, and sorry, Edwin, we love your trumpets. We're going to use you in the seventh, eighth, or sixth inning or when we deem fit. Here's the other problem. As great of a bullpen as that is, even if Hader's on board, what are they protecting if their starting pitching is giving up five runs every game? <laughs> That's right. They're good. Hey, you know, we don't need you today. What are they protecting <laughs> right. when it's six to two nationals when they're about to come in in the seventh inning? Yeah, you want to work out there? Yeah, you can go get some, get some innings here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Woody in Plattsburgh. How are you, Woody? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Up, um, I got a nice couple of Yamamoto points. Go ahead. I just wanted to give Tiki a little gift-giving advice before I get to those. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tiki. I'm kind of known amongst my family and friends for being a good gift giver. All righty. And I thought, I thought I could give you a little tip. You know what I mean? So, Go ahead. Um, now, listen, I know Fatty De Niro is really dependent on that Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> However, I think you should give Sean and the other two rubes that you work with, <laughs> rubes, not, not to be confused with noobs, oh, rubes oh, nice. that you work with, a very classic gift. It's called the Word of the Day calendar. <laughs> You know, like when you and I are conversing, right. you know, they like can keep it. up with us. I like it. I like right. it. That's actually I'm a really good idea. That's a great idea. I think I'm, I like I'm going to Amazon Listen, that tonight. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know, I'm a big listener to the show. And I, I love it, Woody. I like to do my part. I love it. I like to do my part. Now, let me get to my Yamamoto points. I have two. Luke, please don't cut me off. One, I totally agree with Sean, which is a miracle. I do not want Yamamoto at the expense of Soto. Soto, in my mind, is irreplaceable once you have him. There is, like, no other Juan Soto. A pitcher, dude, there's other options. And I agree with Tiki on my second point. Like, I was in the stadium when we signed Tanaka that first year. Like, I went there a bunch of times. The place was electric, man. It was crazy. But he was never the same after that injury. Yeah. The ball in Japan is smaller and I believe the, uh, the the scenes are like a little higher. Yeah, and it's tactical. So like you a have bit. to grip the American ball much tighter, and as you know, that causes torque. And to Tiki's point, he's a little dude. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm. I know you don't have a crystal ball. You can't tell. Oh, these guys are gonna get hurt, not get hurt. But you know, the change of equipment to me makes you more susceptible to getting an injury. Yeah, and I think, Woody, the one thing that could happen is hmm. that if he gets hurt early, like Tanaka, and this is, Tanaka stabilized himself, but if he gets hurt early, that expectation of him being great, because that's what you wanted, right? This great pitcher now just takes a massive step down. Yeah, but that's a part of being a big free agent, whether it's in New York or anywhere. You come with expectations. You talked about Lindor earlier. Francisco Lindor would hear it sometimes from Met fans because, hey, when you acquire mm-hmm. a multi-time all-star, a guy who you think is a superstar, and you supply him with the biggest contract in the history of the franchise, you come with high expectations. Dude, that's just a part of adding free agents. And you can mention Tanaka, that's fine. And I can mention you, Darvish. And you, Darvish's record here is a little different. He needed Tommy John surgery in his third season, but then guess what happened? He recovered from it. Yeah. And at 36, 37 years old, he's still a very solid rotation pitcher. He's had some very good years. He's had some mediocre seasons. So you can use Tanaka. I can use you, Darvish. We can use Kodai Senga. 
And I'm okay with those comparisons. I just don't want to hear about Hideki Arabu because it was 25 <laughs> years ago as if that's comparable. But free agency is risky. Now, the Yankees are different. Okay, The Mets and the Yankees are two different teams. And as much as we talk about them together because we share a town and there's a lot of people out there that are Mets fans and Yankee fans, the discussions about them can sometimes be very unique. The discussion around Yamamoto with the Yankees to me is different mm-hmm. because I do think there's a ramification of signing Juan Soto becoming unrealistic. Right. That is my opinion based on the finances. And if I'm asking you, hey, you sign Yamamoto, great. You're all in in 2024. You got a chance to win. You have a great chance to win. But then at the end of the year, Juan Soto's gone. Yeah, I'd expect most Yankee fans are going to say, no, I want to keep Juan Soto. I understand that. I'm on your side. The Met thing is different. Mm-hmm. The Mets are trying to sign him, yeah, to be good this year, but to also lead this rotation for the next few years because the Mets don't have a lot of arms. The young arms they have coming up, and you never know, projections may turn out not to be the case. Jake wasn't projected to be an ace. They're all projected to be middle of back of the rotation guys. Mm. So you need to buy a top of the rotation guy. Yeah, or just hope and continue to develop the guy that you already guys that you already have. Talk about the prospects. Well, why can't you do both? Why can't you sign a guy like Yamamoto and also develop Christian Scott or Blade Tidwell? Because it's $350 million. Why are you so scared of the money? They sent me a freaking bill yesterday raising my ticket prices, and you're trying to tell me that's too much money, that's too expensive? Do you understand why I don't want to hear that? <laughs> yes. Does that make sense? Yes, because you're paying a lot of money. And they raised my prices, and you're telling me, oh, 300 that's too much. If it's 250 I'm good with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, I know. I got a billionaire owner who clearly wants the guy. Like, I'll tell you right now, you better be the highest bidder. You don't have somebody at your house if you don't want them. No, no, he clearly, clearly wants him. Look, I made my stand on Otani a few weeks ago. Whatever. It's a different scenario. It's different. In the case of this man, you want him. You better be the highest bidder. Because I'm telling you right now, if he's not, what's going to anger me is that freaking bill that comes every month. Yeah. You can't raise ticket prices off a crappy season. And then identify a guy you want and not be the highest bidder. You may not get him because he doesn't want us, which I understand. Trust me. As a Met fan, we know full well why he wouldn't want us. Okay? We're the last people that'd be surprised. You kidding me? You think I was surprised when a girl said, no, I don't want to go out with you? Now, what happened? I knew. Now, so what's what's the pivot? Let's say he signs with the Dodgers. And then we really hate the Dodgers. Yeah. So let's just say, actually, you shouldn't feel. I mean, they're only paying Otani two million dollars a year. But let's just say, <laughs> let's just say he signs with the Dodgers. Yeah. Then what? You want you want another? Then what? Then what? Like, are you okay. focusing on Vassal? That's the kid from Virginia, I think. Yeah. And then Blade Tidwell, Christian Scott, like all these. They're all right-handed pitchers, but yeah. And they're all 23, 24, similar yes. age. Yes. Like, what? What's the pivot? I will tell you the Mets pivot, and I want to warn my fellow Met fans: you're not about to like what I'm going to say. Hmm. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.